Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. House Republicans have revealed their version for America as the November 8th midterms draw near. The Commitment to America event happened in Pennsylvania this morning. NTD was there. Today in a warehouse deep in America's Rust Belt, House Republicans shared their vision in the run-up to the 2022 midterm elections. What we're going to roll out today is a commitment to America in Washington. Not Washington, D.C., but Washington County, Pennsylvania. In that power to the people spirit, McCarthy revealed his first move should the GOP retake the House in November scrap a Democrat plan to hire far more taxmen over the next 10 years. Because on our very first bill, we're going to repeal 87,000 IRS agents. Our job is to work for you, not go after you. House GOP Whip Steve Scalise said that 87,000 new agents should be sent to secure the southern border instead. Lawmakers committing to securing the border and stopping deadly fentanyl from entering America. That poison starts in China and comes across our border. Do you realize it's killing 300 Americans every day? It's like an airliner crashing each day. Republicans criticizing the Democrats' catch-and-release border policy. But unsurprisingly, American families suffering under inflation was today's biggest talking point. The Republican plan? Cut government spending and revitalize fossil fuel production to bring down gas prices and manufacturing costs. That's in stark contrast to the Democrats' expensive plans to reduce CO2 emissions. But House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer criticized the GOP plan as short on specifics. Their new platform, which uh, isn't frankly new, as long as slogans are short on details. That's because the true details of Republicans' agenda are too frightening for most American voters. Hoyer didn't elaborate further. Paul Graney, Entity News, Pennsylvania. House Republican Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy told NTD Steve Lance today that their plan offers a new direction for America. Here's a bit of their discussion. Leader McCarthy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Leader, the commitment to uh, America, why was it important for you to put pen to paper? Well, look, we're rolling out in Washington, not Washington, D.C., but Washington County, Pennsylvania. Why? Because a commitment to America is about you, the American public, not about the politicians in Washington. For the last year and a half, we've gone across the nation listening to Americans. And they're fearful. They wonder where they can afford it. Can they afford to fill up their gas? Can they go to the grocery store again to where it costs more? They're now their take-home pay is less. They only get 11 months. They lost one month of their wages because the Democrats have caused inflation. And so what we think you should do is actually have a plan for a new direction. And that's what the commitment to America is, a plan for a new direction where we'll have an economy that's strong. By that, we take away this runaway spending, the Democrats. We make America energy independent so your price of gas goes lower, more money in your pocket. Inflation gets slowed down. We bring the supply chain back from China into America. We believe 
in a nation that's safe. We watch the Democrats defund the police and crime rises from Portland to Philadelphia is the highest it's been in 20 years. So we will no longer, we will make sure we don't defund the police. We actually bring 200,000 more police officers. We put the accountability to these prosecutors and DAs to uphold the law fairly and equally. Then what we look at is a future that's built on freedom. Give parents a say in their kids' education. Pass a parent's bill of rights. Then we have a government that's going to be held accountable. Leader, do you believe that the GOP is the party of the working class? Oh, very much so. Look to where we are right now. Look to our policies. Look to who we listen to. It's definitely the party of the working class. You also said uh, earlier today that you're going to hold uh, China accountable. Could you tell us what your plan is? Well, first of all, why don't we find out where the origins of COVID started? I'm going to create a select committee on China so we can look at every single industry that China has created made a dependency on and bring that back to America. We're also going to look from the aspects of um, holding government accountable as well, the DOJ going after parents. So there's a lot of places that we have to work towards. Leader Kevin McCarthy. Thank, thank you. you. Today, the United Nations Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with China's foreign minister. This is the first time the two have met since President Biden said the U.S. would defend Taiwan against the Chinese invasion. NTD's Jason Perry has the story. While at the United Nations General Assembly, Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with Chinese Communist Party Foreign Minister Wang Yi. Just the day before, Wang said the Taiwan issue was growing into the biggest risk in China-U.S. relations in a speech to the Asia Society think tank in New York. This was the first time the two leaders met since President Biden said he would use U.S. forces to defend Taiwan in an interview on 60 Minutes. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces, U.S. men and women, would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion? Yes. The White House walked back Biden's remarks the next day, preserving the policy of strategic ambiguity. And on Friday, at the United Nations, China and the United States got a chance to clear things up. Blinken expressed to Wang that the United States is committed to maintaining peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait, consistent with the long-standing one-China policy. Blinken also met with leaders from the Quad. I think our four countries know very well that the significant challenges that we face, as well as the opportunities that are before us, demand more than ever uh, that we work together. The four leaders attended a signing ceremony of the Humanitarian Assistance and Disaster Relief Guidelines. Jason Perry, NTD News. This meeting between the Secretary of State and his Chinese counterpart comes just days after President Biden reiterated that the United States one China policy has not changed. That's after he made a very different point in an interview over the past weekend, saying that the U.S. would send troops to defend Taiwan if China invades. We caught up with Senator Marshall this week to discuss. Yeah, I think this hurts American security because President Biden does not have a consistent message. When I'm traveling abroad, other leaders from other countries ask me, where is America? Why did your president abandon Afghanistan? That, that Ukraine would not have happened if, if Afghanistan hadn't happened. So this is just continuing blunder by Joe Biden. He's a horrible leader. Uh, he hurts our national security. Do you think that leadership here should have a stronger chance when it, I mean, a stronger stance on China and holding them accountable? Another senator just mentioned to me, you know, U.S. corporations are helping to prop up China 
giving them the funds they would need to invade Taiwan, do you think leadership here needs to do more? You know, absolutely. So my biggest national security uh, concerns about China come more from bioterrorism concerns, the research that we're doing with China uh, under gain of function. Uh, look, we've lost over a million Americans from COVID, which is really gain of function research funded by Dr. Fauci that China has been executing. And we're continuing to do that. Uh, the entirety of America's war since the Revolutionary War, we've lost 700,000 Americans, but a million from COVID. Uh, we can't begin to do enough. Think about this. 95% of the counterfeits that come in this country come in through China. 90% of the fentanyl is coming in across our southern border, made in China. They're stealing $500 billion of intellectual property every year. Have I said enough? You know, every day cyber uh, threats are coming, cyber attacks are coming from China. Uh, we need to up our game. Long term, they're absolutely the number one concern we have from a, from a threat to America. And you know, lastly, sorry, on the China issue, um, also with regards to climate change, we keep investing more in climate change, which it's not to argue whether or not we need to transition to renewable energy, but we're just not at a point where we're self-sufficient with that. Um, and right now the Commerce Department is actually investigating those Southeast Asian countries that Biden just waived tariffs on for potentially funneling solar panels through those countries from China made with forced labor. Do you think you guys should be doing more to crack down on forced labor persecution you know, from China. Yeah, there's absolutely more we should be doing. And, and let me start by saying I want to leave this world cleaner healthier and safer than we found it. But as we think about energy policy and the environment, we need to think about affordability and reliability as well. And what we see right now with Joe Biden's religious experience with, with uh, their Green New Deal is that actually empowers, it helps those countries like China, like Southeast Asia. Whenever you're just uh, pouring out billions of dollars of American uh, cash, of course these foreign countries are going to find ways to take advantage of it. Uh, we need a lot more common sense. We need to unleash American energy. And the Biden administration today took action to fight the opioid crisis. The administration will dedicate new funding. States will get $1.5 billion to deal with the overdose epidemic. The funding will include $104 million to expand treatment and prevention for substances in rural communities and $20.5 million for recovery support. The White House said on Friday that the president recognizes the devastating impact of the overdose epidemic. But as drugs pour across the southern border, Customs and Border Protection has only searched about 18 percent of vehicles entering from Mexico. Back in August of 2019, Mexico intercepted a 25-ton shipload of fentanyl originating from China. The illegal drug has quickly become the primary cause of overdose deaths in the U.S. To further discuss how local communities are impacted by this drug epidemic and the border crisis, NTD's Steve Lance spoke with Congressman Gonzalez from Texas. Here's their discussion from earlier today. Congressman Tony Gonzalez, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, happy to. Congressman, you introduced a bill that would make uh, the distribution of fentanyl a, a murder offense. Right. Uh, could you tell us about this? Yeah, I introduced this bill with my good friend, Senator Marco Rubio. And what we're seeing in America is all our children are dying from this fentanyl crisis. And we have to do something about it. Part of that, we have to add some teeth to our laws. So right, so this bill, essentially, if, if, if somebody dies of fentanyl, the person held responsible for that will be held on murder 
murder felony charges. It's important that we don't just have a slap on the wrist. You, you kill somebody with the fentanyl, which is deadly, you need, to be, you need to have the book thrown at you. And are you seeing bipartisan support for this? Not yet, but I, I don't see why there shouldn't be. When I, I, I talk about it, fentanyl kills everybody. Doesn't matter the color of your skin, doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account, doesn't matter who you pray to, who you go to bed with. It is a deadly poisonous drug that starts in China, that works its way through the Mexican cartels, and ultimately in our homes in, in, in America. Congressman, I want to switch gears a little bit and ask you about uh, why, why is the message of illegal immigration coming from the Republicans resonating so much with Democratic voters? You know, here, here we are in Pennsylvania for this commitment to America, and what's so critical is House Democrats do not have a plan. You're seeing what that looks like, this chaos at the border. I represent 42% of the southern border. We have seen this. We're at the epicenter of it. Uvalde, Del Rio, Eagle Pass, uh, El Paso, San Antonio. And what, what's so important about this commitment to America is House Republicans have a plan. Our plan is to ensure that our border is safe regardless of whether you live in Texas, whether you live in Pennsylvania or anywhere across the country, you deserve to be safe in your home. Part of that starts with ending catch and release, adding technology to the border, and, and, and having some laws that are enforced. Congressman, you mentioned Uvalde. Uh, you represent uh, Uvalde. It's in your district uh, where the horrific shooting yes. took place. How are, how are the folks there healing right now? You know what? We, we are healing, and uh, we had a football game, a uh, high school football game, a couple weeks ago, and I was able to attend that. There's 5,000 people in the stands. It was beautiful to see. As, as horrific as things were, the community, the outpour of love that has come together to get us, to get us uh, back on track. But here's another thing that isn't being talked about. is Because Uvalde is so close to the border, there's still high-speed chases that are coming through our town. So imagine you just had this horrific incident occur, and all of a sudden you're going back into a school lockdown. What does that do for your teachers? What does that do for your students? Imagine you're a parent and you get a text message that the school is going into lockdown. So these are the parts where the border not being secure impacts everybody. These are interesting points that you don't hear about unless you're a border yes. city or town. Right. How important is it to make a distinction between immigration and illegal immigration? That's extremely important. I, you know, I, I argue the House Republicans, we're the party of the American dream. We're the party of legal immigration. We we have vacancies in every single industry in America. Let's fill those vacancies with people that want to come through the front door. I'd love to work with the president or anyone else on work visas. There is no one home there. House Democrats have abandoned this country. Now it's important to stop illegal immigration. We have to feel safe in our homes. I'll tell you, representing 42% of the southern border, people do not feel safe in their homes. So in my eyes, you can have a secure border that prevents chaos and these bad actors from, from, from entering in the same breath, you can welcome those who want to come and live the American dream. Two different things. Congressman Tony Gonzalez, thank you. Great, thank you. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.